Welcome to the audio commentary of Self-Defense, The Best Scam, by a martial arts instructor, Shlomo Avraham. So, for the contributors page, um, it's really important that I mention to you guys what it is that the contributors page really is. Like, it's not just, like, people that, like, oh kind of did something really cool oh they were something interesting way back in that way back when and they're doing something cool now it, it's a lot more than that so the contributors page consists of right now just three people when it comes to self-defense the best scam and that and that's and that's that's very important because these three individuals they, they did a whole bunch of stuff when it comes to actually uh, creating this book and, and and it's a short book but it's important that 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 the essence of the book isn't um lost you know it, the book is supposed to be short you know it, it's supposed to be something that is direct and, and to the point and it doesn't give you a whole bunch of fluff and these three people literally represent that ideology 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 when it comes to this book you know rogers ramirez my my, my brother who is just a fantastic individual you know my, my life would not be the same had he not been involved he's a fantastic guy um in the, in the contributors page I'll, I'll read it off to you guys uh, rogers ramirez founder of the ramirez boys fight house the, phil the philanthropic mma group I mean, that should be enough said. I mean, I helped him build some of this gym back in the day in uh, New Jersey. And, um, I mean, one of the things that he really, really wanted to run home with was just just providing the service to people at absolutely no cost. Like, that was his biggest deal. Like, he didn't care about how much he could made he could make he just wanted people to be better like he legitimately just wanted people to come into his gym work out with him so that the other people could feel better about themselves so that he could help build up people like this is the type of guy who he is he he helps people build other he, he just he just goes out of his way to help people become better from where they are is it an easy process <laughs> absolutely not not even a little bit but it's it's a process worth taking. I mean, like, he's a great guy. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue here. Rogers, my older brother, is arguably responsible for the creation of this. He really is. So he, so this is this is uh, this next paragraph right here is actually really, really interesting. He was the first person to genuinely ask a new yellow belt at the time, what good is this kung fu form? Um, you know, that question really did hit me home. Um... It was such a when he asked me what good is this form for kung fu or like how does it help me like he asked me a series of questions he asked, he asked me how it helped he asked he asked it how how it helped how this kung fu stuff helped me how it made me become a better fighter and all these other types of questions that were literally like oh well I don't know what that means like what does that what does what does it mean like it makes me become makes me be a better fighter because well a all I have to do is this stuff and it helps me become a better fighter but that was the end of my of my reasoning there that that was it 
that was it. And and that question when I was a yellow belt in kung fu, like that was one of the biggest things that ever hit me. And, and, it, and I didn't really pay too much attention to it because you know he wasn't the grand master. He wasn't. He wasn't. A, he wasn't this this heavy hitting kung fu. Uh, a super important individual of the past that was e- extremely important to pay attention to because they held a title that was extremely uh, fluff, you know, a uh, type of fluff. And, and but because he was my brother, I, I really needed to hear him out on 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 what he had to say. He he didn't form a great argument at the time. But as time went on and thing, and we learned more, I, I understood the crux of what he was trying to say. Through his aggressive approach in the martial arts world, his former military experience, he helped me... Oh, I'm sorry, I missed a word. And his former military experience, uh, he helped me put... Uh, he helped put me on the path to build it... Uh, to not only building a better me, but build a better product so that people around the world can learn how to protect themselves and what i mean by building a better product is is by teaching martial arts you know he gave me a whole bunch of concepts that i've heard of before but i never really got the chance to really practice them and the time that i really got to practice them was with him you know, he, he gave me the ability to work with his students and really hone my skill sets when it came to a larger class, when it came to a smaller class, when it came to a uh, just a one-on-one session. He, he's the one that really helped me grow and becoming a better individual when it, come, when it came to uh, teaching hand-to-hand combat. See, I, I don't like to say Kung Fu or Krav Maga or any of that stuff because, uh, I mean, that's just a style. I don't, I don't really care. I don't really care for... Personally, I don't really care for the styles of it. I mean, we'll go on. We'll go on about it. But, but yeah, it's just, it's, he helped me so much so, become so much better when it came to just, just general martial arts. Like, he, he's the person that literally provided the ability for this to happen. Like, like, psychologically, I mean. Like, he's the one that set me up for success. You know, he, he set me up for success. <laughs> you know, most people set you up for failure. My brother, Rogers Ramirez, will set you up for success. There is no doubt in my mind. It may suck. Don't get me wrong. It may suck and it may feel humiliating. But at the end of the day, he cares about you because he's a good guy. Like, he's a really good guy. Um, like, <laughs> like, he loves you. Oh, there's there's no there's no doubt. And there's, there's no doubt in my mind that he loves his sons you know uh because this is the editor's edition of the podcast and i feel like i have the ability to go a little bit more in depth with this um you know my brother he 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 lost the lost custody of his kids long story short i really do want him to be the one to say uh the reason why but long story short um I went over to him after he lost custody and he was asking, he asked me what it is that I could, that he could possibly do to gain the love of his children and, and, and show in the eyes of the, I think it was like the judge or whatever, or the eyes of the law and be like, you know what, this guy deserves to be with his kids. Obviously he's a good person. And I was like, well, and I, and I told him, like, you know, you, you should really just be the very best you. I mean, you you talk all of the time about how people can be better. You, like, 
all of the time about how how you could how you how you could teach this person how to become a better fighter or how you could teach this person how to become a better trainer or a trainee or anything of these sorts like you are not a slacker i mean you've you you're really into really really smart guy so you might as well just use that 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 part of you that is natural and innate in you and just 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 grow it. Just let it become bigger. Just let it become bigger. I mean, you're you're a smart guy. And he decided, he was like, you know what, you're right. My boys deserve the best possible version of me that I could ever be. And it's not even that he was, like, it's not even that he wasn't his best version of himself. It's just now, through his loss, and he's gotten the ability to be like, okay, this is rock bottom. I can now only go up. And he's taken through the Ramirez Boys Fight House, the philanthropic MMA group, all the way up to the top. Like he's doing professional fights now. He's he has he has a he has a he has a fighter who's doing professional fighting. It's really amazing. He's a great guy. He's a fantastic individual. You know, I really do think that you should he should be able to sh- share his own story and hopefully hopefully sooner rather than later i'll have him on this podcast and it'll be fantastic all right another guy's uh he's pretty simple he's 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 pretty much similar he reminds me a lot of my brother um i don't know much about sergio but sergio from practical combat martial arts on youtube he's uh he's he's a mixed martial artist he has a very heavy background when it comes to hangar kung fu uh, not hangar kung fu bagua kung fu and a couple other mixed martial arts he's a really amazing individual so i'm going to read out his uh, his bio that i wrote here for him sergio has helped me personally by allowing me on his friend's podcast which is very true i was on his podcast i think it was the monkey something i don't remember uh, going out of his way to explain his opinion in the martial arts on to uh, to one of his subscribers on YouTube. So that subscriber was me. I pointed out something that I didn't like in one of his videos, and he took the time and was like, "Hey, well, I, I see your concerns, but here's what's actually happening." Uh, and he he explained it to me, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, that's interesting, but I don't agree because X, Y, and Z." And we had endless conversations about it. But it turns out that him and I have very similar ideologues. Um, so him and I get along in that sense very, very much so. Unlike my brother, who was just very much like, "Okay, but why?" You know, it, it's not so much so where he was like, "Oh, this is a great thing," but at the same time, it's like. Why? Why would you want to do that? You know, he's looking for more of the truth. Sergio has a lot more of a... Well, I'm not trying to compare the two, but <laughs> I think you understand what I mean. And then we have Rules Gracie, which literally, what can I say more? Um, what more can I say? A pivotal figure in the martial arts world. This book and my personal love for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. That is the truest statement I could ever say. Um, Rolls Gracie fought Brock Lesnar back in the day. He lost, but it's it's super important that th- that loss is noted. You know, you have like especially in this book. You know, this book it's it's not about the things that you supposedly could do in the conditions that are perfect for self-defense it's more about what could happen and what is going to happen if you're not prepared and Rolls Gracie is a fantastic fighter um but there's no way he could have prepared for that the same way that there's no real way you could really prepare for self-defense and you know like like 
Like there's just there's just no way that you could be walking down the street and be like, oh, this guy's going to attack me, so I need to do X, Y, and Z move. Like that's just that's movie stuff, and it's not very realistic. Um, this amazing fighter is part of the one is, is a part of one of the most important families to ever walk the earth. That is, the, yeah, the Gracie family is easily easily the most important family to have ever walked the earth. I mean, I, I don't I I don't know of another family in history that is more pivotal than the Gracie family. Not just in the martial arts world, but to the general population. I mean, the martial arts is a service that people do in order to better the world. They dedicate their lives to the most violent, most violent format of violence, I guess, in order to come up with the best moves that require the least amount of effort, have the least amount of uh, risk, so that everyone could be able to execute different types of skill sets so that they will be able to both have fun and complete their target. No family on the planet has been more successful with that than the Gracie family. There is none. Like, Helio Gracie... Renner Gracie, all of these kids, his, all of his kids and grandkids, they're all fantastic individuals. I, I could not ever speak higher about them. They're, I, I only aspire to be like them. Like, I genuinely aspire to be like them, but in the striking world, because that's what I'm more in love with. A family that has helped the world in understanding more ways to protect themselves from bad information, bad people, and helped everyone become a better, become everyone, and helped everyone become better people. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. Rolls Gracie, the Gracie family, they're amazing. Uh, thank you to my editors, Jenna Swanberg and Alyssa. Alyssa is my girlfriend, and she's a fantastic person. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, had it not been for the to, to these two fantastic intellectual women, literally, I mean, Alyssa, every 30 seconds, she's like, yeah, but that doesn't make sense. You can make it better. You know, Jenna, she wrote the, she was the original editor. She, she read everything. She's like, listen, this is good stuff. I see where you're going with it, but you know, you can write it better. This is, this is, a, there's a better way to write this stuff. There's a better way to write this stuff. Ultimately, the final edit, it was on me and I did decide that I was just going to publish it like this, but Jenna was the first to look at it. Alyssa was the second to look at it. And then a couple other people in between them. Um, and then I got to the point where I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm okay with it. If I don't publish it now, then I won't be able to ever publish it. And it just won't get done. And I need it to get done. Um, had it not been for those two intellectual women, I genuinely would not have started this, started or finished this book. That is very true. Alyssa just kind of got annoyed at me constantly saying, oh, well, uh, I'm going to start my book. I'm going to start my book. And she was just like, well, why don't you just do it? And I was like, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. <clears throat> okay, so the author's words. The author's words is... Uh, I really just want people to understand where I'm coming from with this book. Like, the, this book has taken the better part of 10 years of my life to be able to make. And yeah, it's only 20 pages, but it's 20 pages that I think matter a lot to me. I could have simply just written what I had thought and what I had thought to be true and the start of the journey at the start of this journey but i would not know it to be fact this is one out of five books to be published self-defense the best scam combat the striker the grappler and how to become a good a, a good fighter uh 
Let's hope you enjoy my discoveries. I welcome a conversation about martial arts. I, if you have opinions or thoughts, please feel free to uh, reach out. Uh, I really do mean that. If you have thoughts or opinions, uh, I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna appear on the podcast, if you wanna, if you wanna, if you wanna uh, send me a video, I, I, I'll respond to it. You know, anything that you want, literally anything that you could possibly think of, I am more than happy to have a conversation about. I'm more than happy to hear what your thoughts are. Even if it's like a minor thing of like misspelling, I don't care. My thought is I want to be able to make a product that is good enough for everyone in the consumers of the martial arts world to want to buy. You know, right now the industry for general, uh, is a little spoiler alert when it comes to uh, uh, combat, Right now, the entire industry in, in, in combat or hand-to-hand combat is pretty much gimme, 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 gimme. You know, like like I'm a third-degree black belt. Give me this and I will give you that, you know. it's uh, I'm a great grandmaster in Hungar Kung Fu. Give me this and I'll give you some of my knowledge, you know. Um, as a martial artist... I believe that your students should want to pay for your services. I don't think that the title should be the thing that is pushing the service. You know, just like just like with Lamborghini. You know, Lamborghini is a beautiful car. Everyone wants a Lamborghini or a Ferrari or a Rolls Royce or a Bugatti. One of these super high-end cars. But they don't... They have a price... And it's very high, but if you can afford it, then you're going to pay for it. But it's not like Lamborghini or any of these other major companies, which, I, I mean, I can't say to be true with all of the other companies, but but I know for a fact Lamborghini will go well out of their way just to, just to give someone the glimmer and hope of being able to be a part of the Lamborghini family. I mean, I mean like, uh, they, they very much will... will do what they can to make sure that this kid will be able to sit and ride and drive in his in this amazing Lamborghini for a day, at the very least. I mean, why can't they? They're a multi-million dollar company, maybe a billion dollar even. I don't know. But, I mean, they, they create a great product and they care about their customers and they care about the people that are purchasing their product. And that should be the same here with the martial arts. You know, the only people that seem to really be caring about the whole martial arts world is really just the Brazilian jiu-jitsu team and just them. I mean, I don't know if it's because of the format that strikers have to deal with. I mean, strikers deal with a lot more pain than jiu-jitsu practitioners, but I don't think, I don't, I don't, I think we're doing it wrong when it comes to the, the format of wanting to... Of wanting to teach. I mean, every single, every single, even the good one. Well, a lot of the good ones. A lot of the higher-end strikers. No, 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 sorry. Uh, it's very few of the higher-end strikers is what I mean to say. Very few of them are have that gimme mentality. I mean, let's see. Demetrius Johnson, he does not have that gimme mentality at all. Like, he's all about intellectual growth when it comes to hand-to-hand combat. Um, but however, there are some other gyms in the greater Seattle area, which is where I'm based out of, um, that are, that are very, very much, uh, how do I say this? They're, 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 they're just not exactly based on 
wanting to develop your skill sets. I mean, yes, they want you to become a better fighter, but they want you to become a better fighter so that they can take you to fights and they can make a bigger paycheck. It's all self-motivated. It's not really... It's not really to help you become a better fighter. It's really so that they can feel better. And, and granted, that was my issue uh, as well. Um, but yeah, no. So, so there, there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of a problem when it comes to the the way that the martial arts is as of right now. And at some point, I do plan on trying to create a format that could address this issue. But that's not for many years down the line. I, I do want to, in case you were wondering, I, I do, I don't know if you were, you probably weren't, but uh, I do want to spend all of my life in martial arts. Like, I want to learn a bunch of other things, but I, I, I want to spend the bulk of my time learning martial arts and becoming a better individual in the martial arts world so that everyone else could benefit from those factors of my sacrifice to it. You know, I don't want someone to need to take Krav Maga for like five years so that they can be a mediocre fighter. I want someone to be able to go into a class for one year and be able to be at the mid-level UFC fighters or mid-level 1FC fighters, let's throw that up there, um, and be able to genuinely be able to handle them, handle their own ground. I want people that are looking for a reliable Toyota Corolla to get a Toyota Corolla. You know, I don't want them to go into the dealership and say that they want to get, I don't know, a Dodge Challenger Hellcat, and then they walk out with a Dodge Avenger. Like, that's going to last a solid day, maybe less. <laughs> Might not even sign the paperwork. I mean, like, like these. this is the type of things that we're getting right now. You know, we see these fancy kung fu schools, right? Or we see these fancy karate schools, or we see these fancy... Um, I don't know, I guess in some cases Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu schools, and we go in there expecting to drive out with this fantastic Dodge Challenger Hellcat demon, right? And, and then and then you start riding, and then you realize that you're actually in a Avenger. I don't know how you missed it, but, you know, it has Dodge, you know, same thing, same product, probably the same thing. You know, McDojo Life on Instagram and YouTube... They're trying to create a documentary as well. I mean, we're both fighting the same exact battle here. We're doing about we're going about it in different ways. I support them. I 100% believe that. Uh, oh, I forgot his name over there at McDojo Life, but I think I 100% believe that they should be going out of there. They should do whatever it is that they can to help expose this. This is a good idea. I think that they're they're on the right path. I think that's a good idea, especially if they're martial artists. I support them 100%. Um. But yeah, no, moving on, moving on off my author's words, because I can turn this into this, because this is meant to be for the podcast. So we're going to start with the chapters. Um, we're going to go chapter by chapter. And at the end of each paragraph, I'm going to try and uh, dissect what I've said in that paragraph. And I'm going to try and um, explain what I mean to the best of my abilities. <laughs> 